Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Well, you win some and you lose some. Unless you're on the mound, we lose them all. It's time for the second game of our radio doubleheader. I know, I want to put this lightly, but, I mean, we're getting killed out there, and I think... It's pretty much all your fault. This is the hot corner. You do see the trend out here, right? Every time you're on the hill, we get murdered. The inside story on baseball and more. Dude, if I end up back in rehab this season, it's all your fault. A deep dive on baseball and the hottest topics in sports. Look at it this way. You're not the worst little league pitcher on the planet. You just better hope that the kid that is doesn't quit. Uh, I take it back. You're the worst. Now, here are your hosts for the Hot Corner, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch. Martinez to Lanzare Welgus. Coach, I speak English. Dude, you're lucky your mom's hot. On 1080 The Fan. All my life I want money and power, respect my mind, no die from less Welcome here to the second hour of the Hot Corner. If you missed the first hour, you can check that on the Les Schwab Tires podcast at 10 The Fan and the Odyssey app. Speaking of podcasts, beers on us will drop tomorrow at 4 p.m. in the brews. A lot going on, a lot of moving parts, some weird stuff. Buildings collapsing, breweries opening, breweries selling. Uh, so make sure to check out that one, that one plus a fun beer of the week, as we always do. Get that wherever you get your podcast, including 1080thefan.com and the Odyssey app. Good text that came in on our last segment. I'm 38, so I started watching in the early 90s. I knew almost nothing about the 80s as well, even though I love baseball. I think the answer to our question is there are 30 teams, hundreds of players. The effort to stay up to date on your current season's a grind in following, uh, in following directly. Oh, I think that's mistaken, but you're following it so you remember it easily. However, the effort to go back and be a historian is too much for most. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. It's tough. I think I the only reason I live in the world that I live in as a wannabe historian is I've put the work in. You know, I'm not like special or anything. I do have a pretty decent memory when it comes to history. I can I can thank slash blame my father for that one. Uh, but yeah, man, I think to the average person that they're not really going to just want to engulf that. I mean, like think about the modern N- N- NFL fan. The modern NFL fan, they they could care less about what happened pre probably I would say probably pre Joe Montana for sure, but maybe I, even I would say pre pre Tom Brady. Like pre Cowboys in the 90s. Yeah, like pre Cowboy in the 90s. And people, I think even that's like ah, the Cowboys and Steelers were good. Yeah. 
But and when I, did Tom I, Brady join the league? Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I even think like maybe the Cowboys in the '90s, like some of that mystique has worn off on the younger modern NFL fan. I do think NBA fans are really good about history, um, and I, I think the NBA is that weird kind of in the middle. Like NFL, you can't talk. It's really difficult to talk modern players versus you know older players and how they stack up because the game's just so different. Especially, it's so physical. And 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 baseball, I think you can kind of talk a little easier about older players playing in today's game um, because the game is still fairly the same, despite pitchers having more movement and, and faster throws, obviously. But basketball is kind of this weird middle ground where you can kind of say, you know, would be would MJ be good right now? You know, would uh, would Dr. J be good right now? Like, I think it's a little more debatable and conversational in that so i think that has created a lot of nba fans to have some nice historical context of their sport i know nba history fairly well for whatever reason the nba fan base loves comparing eras they do nfl fans don't care baseball fans realize that the eras are each their own thing so they don't compare as often to previous eras i think you you do because it's an individual based sport with stats but i think you can easily compare but i think for whatever reason baseball fans go that was the steroid era i'm thinking more like 2007 and on or whatever in right those conversations. right and and i think in baseball the cool thing this is why i don't know anything about the 80s uh, there's a cool thing in baseball is like decades have been fantasized in history when you think of the 60s, I think of I think of the Yankees and I think of Bob Gibson. When I think of the 20s, I think of Ruth. You know, when you think of the teens, it's Christy Mathewson and and Ty Cobb and and you know all those guys. When you think of the 90s, you know, you've got the you've got steroids and stuff like that. When you think of the 70s and the Yankees. When you, when you, I know, I really hate that the Yankees keep coming up. When I think of the 70s, I think of the Oakland A's, you know, Reggie Jackson and, like, those those afros and mustaches. Big Red Machine? Big Red Machine with, with Johnny Bench and Pete and Joe Morgan and Geronimo and all those guys. You know, you, you think of the 90s, you've got Yankees, but you've also got the Marlins in there and Tony Gwynn. Braves. And the Braves and the Indians. And, and the steroid slash home run chase. Exactly, and the steroid home run chase. You know, you think of the 2010s and, you know, we'll, we'll, that, that still remains to be seen as history. But I think we fantasize and not, not fantasize, but like. Well, I think the 2010s would be Giants. Giants for sure. And Red Sox, probably. Giants and Red Sox, yeah. And the yeah. 2000s are going to be Red Sox. You know, like we, we, you've, you've kind of sensationalized and, and put that kind of stamp on what that, you know, the forties, I think of Ted Williams. So, you know, right, and, thousands is like David Ortiz. Yeah. The fifties, I think about the, 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 the Dodgers and the giants moving West. You know, you think about the expansion of baseball um, to where the NFL, they, they, they don't have that. You know, I heard somebody say that it's great. Like America. NFL fans don't care. If they watch Super Bowl one, they'd be like, what is this garbage? <laughs> this is absolutely terrible. And it, it was garbage. You know, and sometimes not. sometimes you watch, like, even you watch those Cowboys Super Bowls, and you're kind of like, what a what? different sport we have, what right? What is this? I think the other thing with the NFL, too, in that same question is records are being shattered by the modern-day NFL, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you're not really able to compare anything. Right. The only 
I and, shouldn't and, say the only, but the most notable player who has stayed above the fray of record breaking and will probably always stay above the fray is Jerry Rice. Right. Everybody else has been passed. Mm-hmm. So it's like you you can't even really compare. Mm-hmm. And and even and even at the time when we well, the saw flip side running backs were no longer going to get anywhere near the records. So, <laughs> yeah. and then when you see you know, and then once those all those records were getting broken by the Peyton Mannings of the world, the Drew Brees of the world, and now Tom's going to own all those. Those are all going to go down. All of those records will go down. You know, I, I think one of the only you know outside of Jerry Rice, I think one of the only records in. Football, that's going to stand. Yeah, Eric Dickerson, single season and all-time rushing yards. But, like, consecutive games started, no one's touching that. No no one's touching that. But everything else is fair game. I mean, there's going to be a running back that comes around, you know. Who, who's... Oh, 2010s would be Cubs, too. Oh, right, yeah. Everyone, everyone as much as you that. like to block that out. Yeah, breaking done, the streak. I've done really good at blocking that out. Thanks, Mike. Well, you're not a fan anymore, so who cares? <laughs> So I, I think it's fun. I'm actually going to go home and spend some time on the 80s. Cool. And try to, like, try to look at some stuff. I mean, the the the, the number of players that I just read, like, th- those are all-time greats. Uh, of course. Let's think about, you know, think about the, the crackheads on on uh, on New York, on the Mets. With like, Doc Gooden and <laughs> right. Strawberry and Lenny Dykstra. Like, those are really good players. Yeah. They were. Just cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah, and that was an amazing season. Right, right. That is a really good four-part series if you haven't watched that. I have not. That is, is it 30 for 30? It is. Yeah, it is really good. I am uh, I am going through the 30 for 30s for the first time with my girlfriend. Nice. So we're in season one, and, and there's a lot of them, so it'll be a it'll, Excuse me, it'll be a while. But well, Those early ones are really good. Yeah, no, we, uh, we've watched the first five or six. There was the one on Wayne Gretzky. There was the one on uh, Lenny Bias. Mm. There was the one on the Colts band and the Colts leaving in the cover of night. Yep. There was the one on the USFL, which was interesting to watch because this was before <laughs> Trump was president. <laughs> right. And he's interviewed in there, and it's kind of interesting to see that. Uh, there was uh, Ali Frazier in there and... One other one that I'm forgetting. And you haven't even got to some of the really cool ones. No, There's... this is purely volume one. Yeah, I'm, I yeah. went onto Wiki and I'm going by release date, and ESPN Plus has them all. So I'm just going and, and watching them. They're they're fascinating, and because you'll get to run Ricky Run soon. Yep. Yep. You'll get to the Trojan Horse uh, for USC or Trojan War. I can't remember what. There, oh, there's so many coming up. I think the next one is uh, Jimmy the Greek. Oh, I was going to say Jimmy the Greek. I was going to say if you've seen Jimmy the Greek, that's yet. the next that, one. We that's have a watched. really good one. And by the way, uh, as I like to update you on my girlfriend's budding baseball fandom, she is uh, has since simmered down a little bit. I think she's realizing that every day is a lot. <laughs> so she really likes baseball, but she can't do the everyday thing yet, which is totally fine. Um, what I did do. On and I and I did this in a, in what I thought was a sweet way, but was also getting me what I wanted to do anyway. Was it was doubleheader day on Saturday against Cleveland, and we were watching the first game. And I said, "Hey, honey, let's let's make a deal. Instead of watching the rest of this game, because I think the Yankees were up by like four, I was like, I'll keep an eye on it. I really want to show you the 2001 World Series DVD that I have. Ooh." And it's only an hour and a half. Probably still to this day, the best World Series I've ever seen. Yes. Probably the greatest of all time. But you could argue that, obviously. Yeah. Um, 
Turns out I didn't have the DVD anymore. Uh, <laughs> it was in an old CD sleeve that my ex-wife still has, so she's got that. But on YouTube, it's there in its entirety. And I watched that with her and got to show her the amazing postseason that that was. And that was also 9-11, and there was a lot going on that year, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, uh, boy, last time I watched that was like seven, eight years ago. I've gone to a lot of therapy since then. <laughs> the amount of times I cried in that video, one for the 9-11 stuff, sure. obviously. I'm, I still have really bad moments with that. Every year it hits 9-11, I hate it. Absolutely hate it. I can't see the images of it. So that was rough. But just like seeing these old highlights of Paul O'Neill getting the chance because it was his final year and it was in game five, which was the last Yankee stadium and the stadium's chanting Paul O'Neill. Like I'm just bawling and I'm sitting there like, what is wrong with me? It's like, Oh, I actually like I'm in touch with my emotions and now I'm actually crying. <laughs> it was very fascinating to, to have that experience. Scott Brocious, cheats. Yep. Luis Tino. Gonzalez, Tino. Yeah. Mariana Rivera blowing a save and committing an error in the inning to lead to the blown save. Schilling, Randy. Randy. Oh, he was good. Mo running out to the mound and El like Duque. El Duque. Mo running out to the mound and like crying and praising it. Yep. After he'd given up the save. Byung Young Kim. Oh yeah. Byung Young Kim. Never the same. He died after that. Rest in peace. Yeah. I wonder R. where R. he is. Probably hidden somewhere with Steve Bartman. All right. Well. That, that's that's me lamenting on history, and we didn't get to anything we want to get to. There is a team streaking in baseball. We'll get to that next. The hot corner to need the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. An update on MLB.tv. If you want to grab it right now, it's $94.99. Stream every team live. Every is capitalized. Asterisk. Blackout restrictions. Unless it's your team. (laughs) If it's your team, your host. Oh, why is the Cleveland Guardians still on the back of your thing there? I'm not even logged in. It's just what they showed. What? Yeah, I'm not even logged in. It says login. Wow. Yep. That's strange. Yep. I feel like the universe is trying to call you back to the better team. 
Um, <laughs> I don't know, Mike. I mean, that's what we're here to talk about right now. Oh, right, right. Yes. The 12 and 3 in the last 15. Seattle Mariners. Seattle Mariners. Let's go, baby. You catching the fever? You feeling it? Yeah. Yeah? I haven't paid a ton of attention since they had the bad start, but I've been keeping an eye on them. And it, to be honest, it feels a little bit like fool's gold in this last stretch. But the pitching's been really good. Really good. And Julio has been amazing. Julio Rodriguez, he is the future of baseball, not the future of the Seattle Mariners. He is the future of baseball. Yeah, J-Rod just keeps getting better and better, and that's exciting. That kid is really good. And that has to be exciting for Mariner fans because how many of these guys have you had that haven't panned out? I am All of them except for the kid? I am getting a Scherzi ASAP. Ooh. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He's Uh, there for what? At least five more years. The kid and A-Rod. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. There, there we are, forgetting about yeah. Alex Rodriguez. Again. I know you know me. I never forget about Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> um, yeah, <clears throat> I do think I, I'm kind of with you. There is a little bit of fool's gold. You got three wins against Oakland, two against LA, two against Baltimore, three more against Oakland. The two against San Diego recently is nice, but you threw Flexen, who's having a decent year, and you threw Gilbert, who is would be an ace on a lot of people's squads, but he is number two for the Mariners. Well, he is their ace, but He's their number two starter. Robbie Ray's their ace. Robbie Ray, go look at Robbie Ray's ERA since like June. Oh no, he's he's been much better. It's been really good. But Logan's still the ace, in my opinion. I do like Logan Gilbert a lot. Um, and so it, and then and then you look at these wins dating back to you know June twenty first when it really go eight two nine zero. Then you're winning close games two one four three five three. There's a nine two in there, a nine three, an eight six. 8-2-6-2 against the Padres? That's nice. I think this series this weekend is everything you need to know about the Mariners answered in four games. Mm-hmm. Because you're right. Those are some easier teams. They've dominated Oakland over the last few years. Ooh, the Friday games on Apple TV. Oh, very nice. Um, they dominated the Oakland games for years. So that's mm-hmm. it's <clears throat> it's competition, but it doesn't feel like it when the Mariners play. And watching Oakland play baseball right now is really rough. Yeah, they're not great. Um but Toronto is next. Is it in Seattle? It is in Seattle. You'll be in hostile territory at yes. home. Uh, Seattle always gets filled by Blue Jays fans who come south of the border from Western Canada and, and take in those games. But the Blue Jays just lost five in a row. and It's a four-game set. They won today against Oakland to end that streak. But they are currently, I'm going to double-check this, because it's might may have changed since I last looked. They are currently the last wild card team. Yep. And you as the Mariners are four games behind them. So if <clears> you sweep them, now there's still the Guardians in between you, but if you sweep sure. them, you might be in the wild card immediately depending on how Cleveland does. Because you just went on a streak and you're still 13 and a half back of the Astros. Yes, you're that's, not catching that's, that's you're not, not catching good. Houston unless three of their starters get hurt because their pitching is amazing. They can't really hit this year, but their pitching is really good. You're going to miss Jose Barrios against the Blue Jays. Well, that sucks because he's awful. (laughs) Uh, But he's got stuff. But the Mariners are going to throw Marco Gonzalez, Kirby, George Kirby, Robbie Ray, and Chris Flexen. Okay. They're going to miss Logan Gilbert, but I think that's okay. I have a feeling that Kirby might get hit hard a little bit by the Blue Jays. He's been a little rough the last few starts. He hasn't been quite as uh, quite as good. Stripling on the opposite side. He's been pretty good, actually. 
be that that Saturday. It's, it's winnable. Friday, Friday night. Uh, I think the old Apple TV. Sorry, kids. Also, don't know if Flexen's going to win. But you got Ray, and I, I kind of like Marco in the first Marco's game too. Been good, dude. Yeah. Marco's been good. What do the Blue Jays have going? You said Stripling. Uh, there is no announced starter for tomorrow, okay. at least according to ESPN. And Stripling on Friday, Manoa on Saturday, and Kikuchi on Sunday. All right. Well, Kikuchi sucks. Manoa is a Cy Young candidate. Sure. You're probably not going to hit him. If you do, bravo. But he's against Robbie Ray. It'll be a great matchup. That'll be a great matchup. That's uh, on ESPN+. Plus. Holla. Nice. Stripling's been better than people think. You, you hear Stripling, you're like, ah, oh, whatever. I don't know who they go with. I mean, is Gossman hurt? Is that why he's not going tomorrow? Yeah, probably. That's why they don't. They're probably going to throw an opener. Okay. Because Gossman's been awesome this year, yeah. too. But yeah, I don't. And in fact, yeah, yeah. You're, think... you're going to learn a lot about the Mariners' recent hot streak in these four games. Because and... you, you, regardless of the Blue Jays' losing streak and regardless of, of where they are in the wild card, the top four AL East teams are really good mm-hmm. this year. And the Red Sox have fixed themselves. Well, the Orioles aren't an easy out either. No, the, the Orioles in other divisions would be way better. They'd be super competitive. Um, but I, I'm just talking about the four who are in the playoff picture. When the Mariners play those teams, especially when they're in the playoff hunt, that's the true litmus test. Obviously, you can say that. But the hot streak's been nice. Prove it to me. At least split with the Blue Jays. If you split with them, you know what, Mariners? I believe that you can be in this in this playoff hunt. <clears throat> if the Blue Jays take three or four or sweep you, you're in trouble. You're a uh, nice little run. Yeah, unless yeah. unless you know unless Depoto gets nuts at the trade deadline, which could happen. They they've got assets. They can't they can make this work. I don't think he'll do crazy stuff uh, simply because they've got all those assets and this isn't the year. They might be underperforming a little bit this year, but this isn't the year. But you finish off once you get done with that. You got two quick games in D.C. against the Nats, and then you finish out four against Texas in Texas. And then the break. And then the break. Well, the Nats are a joke, and Texas is sort of a joke. It's in Texas, so they'll they'll hit. But you're gonna throw Kirby and Ray, and they haven't announced uh, the next two. It would be Flexen and Gilbert in theory. Okay. Um. I like where this Mariner team is right now. They've uh, come back to the middle ground. They're back at 500 or one game under 500. Now, what's, what is the saying, right? You you play, you're going to win 41. You're going to lose 41. It's the other 60 that matter. Right. Right. Or whatever the saying is. It's something like that. Right. Um, Here they are. They have won 41. They've lost 41. And I, and now, Here's what matters, right? <laughs> and and this and this texture points out uh, you've kind of you've kind of gotten rid of any leeway. Like you've just used your leeway. If you're actually going to be a playoff team, like people thought you would be, now it's time. You can't mess around anymore. And and this texture points this out too. Agree, this is a big series against a good team. Still without Ty France, Mitch Haniger, and Kyle Lewis. Those guys are all getting ready to come back. Haniger should be ready after the break. Kyle Lewis is on rehab right now. I don't know where you're going to play all these guys, but uh, we'll see. This is, uh, I think if I, like, even if I take my literal Mariner hat off right now, if I'm just an overseer of baseball, just a watcher, like like I do the NFL, I'd, I'd be very interested in the Seattle-Toronto series this weekend. For I, sure. I, I think it's good TV. All right, we come back. It is Mike Lynch-style trivia edition of Fair or Foul. But first, there he is with sports.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bam. Well, with Joe Fisher out this week, this is a Mike Lynch edition once again of Fair or Foul Trivia Style. So without further ado, Miguel, you have the floor. Thank you, thank you. So last time we did this, it was player-based. Okay. This time, we go in team-based, which will hopefully make it a little bit easier on you. Thank you for dumbing down my job. Uh, You're welcome. Now, the top nine teams in home runs this year are in the top nine. Eight of them are currently over 500 and in the playoff picture. Okay. One of them is not. Okay. Can you name that team? Okay. So there's the top nine. Yes. Eight are in. Or at least are above are, five are, are, are contenders. And one is clearly not. Like, won't. Like, not just on the outside looking in like you out. I mean, most likely. Okay. Okay. Let's see here. Um, I mean, I think we'll do some elimination. Name teams you know that are in the top nine. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, Yankees. Yep, that's one. Blue Jays. That's two. Um, I will go with um, Yankees are one. Blue Jays are five. Atlanta. Atlanta's two. Uh, Dodgers. Dodgers are eight. Uh, is the answer to this question the Colorado Rockies? No, Colorado is 21st Ooh, wow. with 77 homers. Because my, my initial thought was Texas. And your initial thought was correct. Mm. Texas then I, but then is 7th. The, then I looked up at the TV and I was like, CJ Crone? <laughs> uh, and then I was like, Rockies? No, my initial thought was Texas. It is Texas. Texas has the 7th most homers this year with 105 Yankees, Braves, Houston, Milwaukee, Toronto is the top five. Milwaukee, huh? Yep. Yanks have 133. Atlanta, 124. Oh, that's is, that's a closer gap than I thought. This is before today. I don't know what, what's changed. Oh, right, because we got position players throwing garbage at Yankee yeah. sluggers. Um, Aaron Hicks is not a Yankee <laughs> slugger, but go for it. Uh, I, I don't I don't know if that includes today or not. It might. But Yankees offense has been cold, so I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. That's the top five. Texas is seventh. Okay, number two. I don't know if you've noticed, stolen bases back up around baseball. Mm. Happening more often than, than you've seen in the past few years. I would agree. Teams are running again. Now, in the top nine of stolen bases, there are three non-playoff teams, including the first and second place stolen base leaders for teams. The other one's sixth. Who are those three teams? And if you just want to answer the top two, I'll give you the <clears> top two. <throat> to help you out here, the Rays are fourth. The Dodgers are fifth. Okay. The Phillies are seventh. The Brewers are eighth. And the Guardians are ninth. One and two and six are non-playoff teams. 
is, Who are they? Is one of them the Kansas City Royals? No, they are 14. Is one of them the Pittsburgh Pirates? No, they are 21st. The top two teams are right next to each other and about 10 above everybody else. I'll give you six because it's. I'll always make you guess the top two. Sure. The Cubs are six. Cubs are six. They have fifty-four stolen bases. Boy, the top two. Uh, sorry, St. Louis is three. I didn't mention that. St. Louis is three with fifty-seven. Two has sixty-five. One has sixty-six. Boy, who's stealing bases but aren't very good? Who's got a manager that would do that when you're not very good? AJ Hinch, Detroit. Nope. Detroit is twenty-eight. Boy, I don't know. I mean, now now I'm just guessing random teams like Arizona. Nope. The answer is Texas. Oh, Jesus. They have 66 stolen bases. Get some pitching. Second place is the Miami Marlins. Ah. Who are... Good? Kind of good? Kind of good? They're not in the playoff picture, but their pitching staff's way better. You got a Cy Young candidate. They got a couple of really good starters, actually. And they're stealing bases. Ooh. How about that? Texas, top 10 in homers, number one in stolen bases, and they suck. And they suck. Yeah. Get a pitcher or five. Now, this is a this is interesting, in my opinion. We've always talked about BABIP, which is batting average on balls in play, mm-hmm. as being a pretty good determiner of luck or good or bad luck. Right. Now, I'm wondering if maybe this is not the case for team pitching. Individual pitching, it does tell you a lot. Sure. But currently, the top five batting average on balls in play, four of them are staffs that I know are utter garbage. Right. One of them, I'm a little surprised to see, but I know they haven't been quite as good this year. The bottom five are all teams who are at the top of their standings. So what you're saying, if we break this down is that the teams that are at the top are having the worst luck. Right, which may then mean they're just bad and they're starting at a different base level of luck or bad luck. Okay. Um, Boy, BAPIP is sometimes very confusing. Right. I mean, because I've always looked at it as luck, Mm -hmm. but this is less of, of a question and more of, can you name the best and worst batting average on balls in play in baseball by a team. Well, I would have to with think, all that information. I right, just shared right. With you. I would have to think that defense has to play some factor in this, right? I'm, I'm sure there's a formula somewhere, but I don't know what it is. Um, I would say as far as the bottom of like the good teams that are having bad luck, I can't imagine. No, 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 it's not about having bad luck. It's the teams with the lowest batting average on balls in play are having the best luck. It just so happens the best five BABIPs are five of the best teams in baseball. So the oh. reality is, are they having good luck or are they just good? Oh, oh, in that case, I think one of those teams of the good teams is the Houston Astros. They are, they have the best yep. batting average on balls in play. I would say number two is probably the Dodgers. They are fourth. Ooh, okay. Two is the Yankees. Two is the, oh, really? Well, okay. Yeah, the Yankees staff's been really good this year. Yeah, yeah. Three is the Rays. Three is the Rays. Now, who has the worst bat then? Um, I got to go with the Nationals. Second or third worst. Good guess, though. Um, pitching's off. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with the Pirates. They are sixth. Uh, the Tigers have to be down there. That staff is really atrocious. 22nd. Oh. 
So maybe that means they're going to have uh, really bad luck moving forward. Mike, I'm going to take a stab at this. Is it the Texas Rangers? It's not. <laughs> I wasn't going to do that to you three times. The answer is the Colorado Rockies. Oh, okay. You know who's second? Huh. The Giants. Weird. 308 Babbitt. Weird. Now, the Giants staff has not been as good as it was the last few years. Nope, they lost some guys. Uh, the the guys they've added, Alex Wood hasn't been too great. Rodon was amazing, but he's been lit up a couple times I since then. I have no idea how Alex Wood is still getting starting gigs. Well, of course you do. He has like a 4-5 ERA. That's a perfectly <laughs> average starter for most teams. Kevin Millwood says, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then to stick with our good old pitching here, I'm going to go with strikeouts through nine K through nine ratio uh i'm doing this by the seat of my pants there is one division that has three top 10 teams in k's through nine what division is it boy i initially wanted to say the american league west surprisingly actually there's two divisions um i want to say the american league west because I know the Mariners and the Astros staff has been good, but I don't, the Mariners, I don't think they get a ton of strikeouts. They are 15th. Astros are 10th. Um, there are actually two divisions that have. I would probably go with the National League Central. That is one. Milwaukee is three. That would be a good guess because they have everybody striking out everybody all the time. Right. Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Josh Hader, Devin Williams. Sure. Uh, you've got the Cubs at eighth. Oh, interesting. And the Reds at night. Interesting. Uh, and then the other division I will give you. You know what? I'm going to roll. The, I'm going to go with the American League Central. Uh, only the White Sox would be included there. They are fourth. Uh, it is the NL East. NL East. Okay. I, Atlanta I, leads the way. I felt like I was going to get baited into saying the American League East. And I was like, don't do it because the Red Sox staff is terrible. Yeah, no. The only actually there's only one AL East team and it's the Yankees. Yeah. Um. Atlanta leads the way with a 9-6-7 Ks through 9. To be honest, I didn't know they struck out that many batters as a staff. Good to know. I guess their bullpen's got some flamethrowers now. Kenley Jansen strikes yeah, people he's up. he's doing pretty well. Uh, the Mets are 2 at 9-5-2, and that's without DeGrom and with out Scherzer for the last Partial month. Scherzer, yeah. And then the Phillies are 7th. Well, Nola's having a decent year. Wheeler's having a good year. They have one of the best surprise relievers in baseball in Sir Anthony Dominguez, who's been true. awful for most of his career. Yeah. There you go. There we go. There is our fair or foul. We found out the Rangers should probably be a little better than they are. Yeah. And I know that... And uh, that the NLE's pitching is way better than we maybe thought. And I know that uh, we all know that balls fly in Texas in the summer, but just stop spending money on it and start spending money on anybody that can throw a baseball Okay, that division would be so much more fun. They did spend money on a guy named John Gray. That's not what I'm talking about. They put him a pretty big contract. That's also dumb. Uh, and the, the the Rangers and the Angels, guys, just just get anybody, just anybody, just please. figure it out, just figure it out and get anybody. All right, that is fair or foul. We do it every week at the bottom of the eight o'clock hour. That is Mike Lynch trivia style. We come back, we'll wrap this bad boy up. The hot corner, ten eighty, the fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Uh, it's 8.50 here. We'll wrap it up. It's funny. We were talking about uh, kind of the Rockies being kind of bad. They're, this is a really good game right now against the Dodgers on MLB Network. 
Maybe I just am so used to watching national games <laughs> that I don't really know what's going on. I'm like, ooh, it's the sixth inning and it's zero zero. Ooh, I'm kind of into this. Oh, it's <laughs> one zero. Excuse me. <laughs> Dude, that that guy hit the ball, and this other guy crossed the plate. Dude, it's one zero. This is a way bigger conversation than we probably have time for. But as somebody who just sort of taught baseball to my girlfriend, mm-hmm. um, now she watched it and didn't ask a lot of questions initially. She kind of just soaked it up through osmosis, mm-hmm. and then I pepper in stuff here and there. There have been times where, like, especially – Saturday or Sunday morning when there's a day game, like a 10 a.m. game, one of the kids will wake up and come down and get some breakfast. And while they're eating their breakfast, we'll be watching the baseball game. Mm. And they start asking us questions about it. And I realize that explaining the game of baseball to someone who has never seen it is the hardest thing to do. It is very difficult. I because mean, it's not like <clears throat> football. Right. Where it's the goal is – when you have the ball, you got to get it into that painted area there. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, it, describing first and 10 is a little confusing, but sure. you can kind of make your way through that. When you got soccer, basketball, and hockey, the goal of the game is put puck into net or ball into net or right. basket. Basket, yeah, ball there into rules, basket. But basic rule is score. Yeah. Baseball, it's, well, it's, it's 100% situational. You got to get a player has to touch home to score. Yes. How does he touch home? There's about 35 different ways he can do that. Yeah, there, there, there's only three things you can do in baseball. You can throw the ball, you can hit the ball, and you can catch the ball. But outside of that, there's about 4 billion different ways to play baseball. Yes. I know. It's so funny. I, I talk, uh, my, my wife will mention this every once in a while. She'll say something. I'm like, whoa, you know baseball. And she goes, her favorite line, this isn't the first time I dated Patrick Harris. I'm like, oh, <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, she started saying, my girlfriend started saying stuff to me that's more nuanced, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Um, but when the kids will ask, like, can you explain what's happening? <laughs> and I'm like, well, this guy's at the plate, and this guy is, is the pitcher. Now, he's going to throw the ball. Now, if he has four balls that are outside the strike zone. That little box on the TV. What's the strike zone? That little box <laughs> on the TV, if it's outside the strike zone and there's four of them, the batter can walk to first. Does he get a point? No. He's just on first base. Also, also, what about that guy that's 5'6 versus that guy that's 6'6? Six, are those boxes different? Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> now, if somebody misses a ball three times or it's called a strike in that box, that's a, that's a strikeout, and he doesn't get to hit anymore. But if there's two of those and he hits it foul a lot, eh, do over. He gets to try again. Now, as someone who think about that as someone who doesn't know baseball, and the way I'm listening I, to it, I'm like, Mike, you make no sense. Exactly. <laughs> but I, I'm trying to I make this the simplest thing ever. I don't know how to explain foul yeah. balls when you have two strikes. So if the ball goes to the right or left of the <clears throat> white lines and the yellow poles that are 35 feet high, that's a foul ball. Now those count as strikes when there's no strikes or one strike, but when there's two, eh, just do it over. Also, also the, sometimes the umpire will call a ball a strike. Or a strike a ball. So that box doesn't really mean anything anyway. <laughs> why is that why is that fence out in right field so short? <laughs> uh they designed it that way. They're not all the same? Nope. No. Why? I I you got me. Baseball. I don't know the answer. Jazz hands. What's that little why is that guy running up a hill in center field? I I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I I 
Why is there a giant wall in left field? That's like not fair. Why wouldn't you just build giant walls around the whole place? <laughs> no one's hitting home runs here. And then you're like, well, but the home run fence is actually like 350 and that's like 220. So to get it over the wall is actually the same as hitting a home run in another place. And they're like, excuse me, what did you just say? What did you just call my mama? <laughs> it's like, if you think that's weird, look up the polo grounds. <laughs> Their center field was 39 years away. Yeah, for somebody that doesn't, you know, because like you can't really see dimensions on TV of a baseball stadium very well. How would you explain the green monster? Why is there a giant wall in left field? Why doesn't everybody do that? Uh, exactly. Be, because because they only had a, had a small that, percentage of land to build this If on. you hit that home run over that wall, it'd be a home run in every other ballpark. Why, why don't you just move the wall back then or make it higher? Like I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Wait, so sometimes you have to tag the runner. Other times you don't. Why? <laughs> yeah. Well... If you're running to first, you don't have to be tagged. Unless you're running back to first, then sometimes you have to be tagged. Other times, you just got to beat the throw. Now, if you're going to second, and it's a ground ball and someone's behind you, you don't need to be tagged. If you're going to second and there's no one behind you, you do have to be tagged. So that guy just threw a ball that curved away from the batter. That's a curveball, right? No, that's a slider. Oh. It didn't slide anywhere. I know, but it, like, slid away from him. Well, then oh, what's so a curveball? What, what about this pitch that darted to the right? That's a sinker. Yeah, that's a sinker. But it's not sinking. It's going left to right. Well, right. The two-seater and sinker was are the slider. same pitch. I thought that was a slider. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. No, no, no. no the slider's like to the right and down a little bit. Yeah. The speed difference. Look at the speeds. Yeah. A change. Don't look at the speeds because there's a changeup that's 93 miles an hour for certain pitchers. Why would you all of a sudden throw a pitch so slow? Wouldn't you want to throw fast? No, it's all like... Framing. How do you explain framing? Anyway, that'll do it for us. Joe will be back next week, and we'll we'll get the band back together, and we'll kind of wrap this uh, first half of the season up. We'll have John in two more weeks. Also, don't forget, Beers on Us podcast will drop tomorrow at 4, wherever you get your podcast, Tan the Fan and the Odyssey app. We'll be back next week. Go do something I would do. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.